Episode 48 Learning for Life. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. I'm a huge fan of Jim Rohn. I've read many of his books and I often listen to his audiobooks. He had a great saying, Don't wish things were easier, wish you were better. His philosophy was we should always be learning and growing. It's weird. I loved school for the social aspect, but I didn't really enjoy studying. But since leaving school, I've done nothing but learn new stuff. And that's what I'm talking about in this episode, lifelong learning. Before we get going, a quick shout out to my podcast sponsor, Payment First Limited. Payment First Limited provide businesses with affordable credit card processing and EPOS solutions. Whether your business is accepting credit cards for the first time or looking to integrate an existing point-of-sale system, Payment First will be able to save you hundreds of pounds and set you up with the most up-to-date ways to take payments from your customers, whether face-to-face or online. Finding the right point-of-sale software for your business can be like looking for a needle in a haystack, unless you're in the know. Go to www.paymentfirst.co.uk now and let them find a solution for your business that integrates seamlessly with your hardware and provides all the functionality you need. When you sign up with Payment First, please mention the Monday Motivation podcast and get a free setup and a discount on your first year's fees. Go to paymentfirst.co.uk and if you know anyone who runs a retail store, cafe, restaurant, bar or anywhere that takes payment across the counter, please tell them about Payment First and ask them to check them out at www.paymentfirst.co.uk. I realised pretty quickly that when we choose what we learn, when we choose to learn something that really interests us and we want to use and apply it in our life, we're actually really good students. Since leaving school, I've passed every single course and exam that I've taken. That was staggering to me. Someone who I thought wasn't great at studying, learning, revising and taking exams. I left school with only four O-levels or GCSEs in the new world. I wasn't proud of that, but it made me think I wouldn't be any good at learning stuff. But in fact, I am. I worked in the city, and as an insurance policy to make myself better and more valuable, I took a study course so I could become a registered representative. At the time, I didn't need to, because I wasn't advising clients on investments. The registered representative qualification meant I was qualified to be a fully-fledged private client stockbroker. My boss was really impressed when I passed the exam and I got a promotion and a pay rise so it was really worth doing. I took up scuba diving in 1993 and I immediately became addicted. I love scuba diving. I learnt with Paddy and was taught by a great guy called Ian Patterson who ran the London Scuba Diving School. I mentioned Ian in episode 40, How to Win Friends and Influence People. He set up a really great sociable diving club and one of the things the Paddy system teaches you is that you want to be able to save your diving buddy should something ever happen to them. 
So Ian encouraged me to take some of the many courses that Paddy offer. So when you learn to dive, you have to pass your open water exam. There are all sorts of tests involved from being able to take your weight belt off and put it back on again, flood your mask with water and then clear it. And you have to know all the basic underwater hand signals. The Paddy Open Water Diver qualification allows you to dive down to 18 metres, but many of the world's great dive sites sit between 30 and 40 metres. So it was natural to want to take the advanced open water diver exam. This allows you to dive to a maximum depth of 40 metres. And then, of course, I took the medic first aid course so I could learn how to save a dive buddy if anything ever happened. And then I went as far as a Paddy Dive Master, which is the first level of professional diver, and I loved it. The Dive Master exam consists of about 15 different modules, and you have to get at least 75% in each module, and you have to be able to swim 1,500 metres within a certain time limit to prove that you're fit enough. My diving hobby took me to so many amazing diving holidays, mainly in Egypt in the Red Sea, where I had some of the best holidays and saw some of the most incredible sea life and boat wrecks from the Second World War. If you've never scuba dived, I highly recommend it. It's time for my iTunes Review of the Week, and this week I want to say a massive thank you to Tony Stanton. Tony said, Dickie Armour, Pure Diamond. Dickie is one of those beautiful human beings. His enthusiasm is infectious and he is someone I aspire to be like. And then he tops it all by sharing. If only more were as good, kind and nice as Dickie, this world would be a much better place. Pure Diamond. Wow, that's an amazing review. Thank you so much, Tony. Tony is a brilliant physio and offers sports and remedial massage. Her company is called TLS Smart. She also offers bespoke corporate packages for companies who want to look after their staff. Tony's experience is excellent. She's worked with a huge range of sports teams, including the Wales and the England rugby teams. Tony covers most of the southwest of England, and you can find her at her website, www.tlssmart.com. That's tlssmart.com. If you've listened to a few of these episodes, you'll know loads about me by now. Well, I'd love to get to know you better. Please do me a favour and go to dickiespodcast.com. That's D-I-C-K-I-E-S podcast.com. I've recorded a video especially for you to say thank you. In the late 1980s, I got involved in network marketing. It was a water filter business called NSA, National Safety Associates. I loved it. But it could be such a negative business. It could be hard at times when you were trying to recruit people into the business. And so at every meeting, they had a table full of positive thinking books, tapes and videos. And it was at one of these meetings that I discovered Anthony Robbins. I bought his book, Awaken the Giant Within, and I've read it twice. It's quite an in-depth book, but I learned so much from it. It opened my eyes to the fact that we can change our state of mind in a heartbeat. We get to choose how we feel, how we react to events around us and the things that happen to us. And it always makes me laugh when people feel down when it rains. You choose to react that way, but you can just as easily choose to keep smiling and ignore the weather. My grandfather taught me that you mustn't worry about anything you can't control. Doesn't that make so much sense? Seriously, you can't control the weather, so stop worrying and reacting to it. 
Reading books is a fantastic way to learn and improve. I've got a voracious appetite when it comes to books, and I especially like business books. I've read so many in the last few years. I'm currently reading Playing the Matrix by Mike Dooley, and three others I highly recommend are Fanatical Prospecting by Jeb Blount, Sales Bible, The Ultimate Sales Resource by Jeffrey Gittimer, and Will It Fly by Pat Flynn. Check out episode 37, Great Business Books, for loads of others that I've read and I recommend. I left my career in the city in 1999 and started running internet businesses. I was selling e-commerce software, domain names and dedicated servers. I had no clue what this stuff was. I was a stockbroker from the city. I didn't understand technology, so I had to learn. And I very quickly learnt from our technical team all the ins and outs. I worked out that I didn't need to know everything, just enough to empower me to be able to sell the stuff. I even bought a book called Learn HTML in 24 hours. Uh, I've got to admit, it took me slightly longer than 24 hours, but I can now go into the code of my websites, and I can understand the code behind my web pages, and I can make changes which I would normally need to get a web designer or web developer to do. Many of my websites use WordPress, and this coding skill has been invaluable because WordPress can be quite complex, especially when you're trying to work out how a right-hand widget works or how to change the style sheets. One of my big goals in life was to write a book. I was going to go on a creative writing course, but a friend of the family told me not to bother. She'd been on one and she was pretty scathing about it. She told me that they just got set homework to write each week, so she told me to do that, just start writing. But I did buy a brilliant book to help me called How to Write a Million. It is excellent and it taught me so much about building characters, storytelling and how to weave in dialogue. And in 2002, I accomplished my mission. My first book, The Habit, a crime thriller set in London, was published and I'm still selling copies today. You can check it out at www.thehabit.london. Thehabit.london. And I'm in the process of writing my fourth book. This one's a sales book based on caveman hunting and gathering skills called Where's the Buffalo? If you haven't yet, please subscribe to my VIP launch list at wheresthebuffalo.com. Wheresthebuffalo.com. And I'm writing a fifth book, Making Millions from Bitcoin. More on that in a minute. Another thing I'd never done was speak in public. My career had never required me to speak in front of people, but I had a feeling that to become really successful and become a leader and a key person of influence, I needed to learn to speak in public. Now, I'd been the best man at my mate's wedding, and that was one of the worst experiences of my life. Organising the stag weekend was great fun, but standing up to deliver the best man's speech was horrendous. The speech that is always the most anticipated of the day. People always expect a best man's speech to be bang on the money, funny, rude, but lovely at the same time. So much pressure, and I'll be honest, I found it so nerve-wracking, and I was completely rubbish. And from that moment, I decided I wanted to learn how to become a good public speaker. So I discovered Toastmasters and went along to a local group here in Bristol. I was absolutely petrified at the idea of standing up in front of a group of people, but I soon realised it was my fear of the unknown and from having made a complete horlicks of it as a best man. Toastmasters have a qualification called Competent Communicator and you have to deliver 10 talks to qualify. This was one post-school qualification I didn't get and that's because I only did the first two talks. 
I delivered my first talk and I did it with no notes and I was so relieved. It turns out that with a little bit of practice, I was okay at it. In fact, the feedback I got was amazing. But writing and practicing and learning talks for Toastmasters is really time consuming. And after doing my second talk, I left. I had accomplished what I joined for, to learn how to speak in public. And I'd got rid of the nerves and I was confident that I could stand in front of a group of people and deliver a good talk. And in 2009, I joined 4Networking, a UK-based networking company. This was a great way to hone my craft of public speaking in two ways. One, you have to stand up and in 40 seconds share with the room who you are and what you do. So each time I go, I do my 40 seconds and all those 40 seconds add up. So over time, you get better at it. And two, the other way is by doing the speaker slot at the meeting. For networking, call this a foresight slot. It can't be a sales pitch, but something interesting about your life or your experience. It has to be up to 20 minutes long. And again, all those 20 minutes add up. So if you want to become a better public speaker, go business networking. It really helps you get used to speaking in front of people. Recently, I decided I wanted to get even better at business. And this year... I created and launched my own online courses to help share my knowledge and experience with a wider audience. I'd really like to leave a legacy, something that my grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren can look back on and feel proud. So I knew I needed to learn how to put an online course together. And now I'm lucky. I've been running internet-related businesses for 16 years, so my online knowledge is actually very good. But I still knew that I needed to learn more. So I signed up for a few online courses and the first one was with Brendan Bouchard called Your Next Bold Move, which is a course all about having your best year ever. He released this course via Oprah.com, which was a smart move and it was very affordable for one of Brendan's courses, only $49. A couple of years ago, I discovered a guy I've mentioned a few times, Grant Cardone, and I've signed up to a few of his live webinars, which he does from his TV studio in Miami Beach, Florida. I also made my biggest personal investment in his Cardone University, which was just over $1,000. And a couple of years ago, I bought an Apple MacBook Pro, and I wanted to learn how to edit videos. So I bought an online course by an English guy called Jules Watkins, and the course was ScreenFlow Hero, and all about how I could learn to use the software ScreenFlow to edit my videos. And finally, Darren Hardy. You know how much I love this guy. I met him in real life and he signed some of his books for me. And in the summer this year, I invested in his online course, Insane Productivity. The cost is £125 every month, but it's worth every penny. So in this last year, I've spent over £2,500 investing in myself to learn how to do things that I want to implement. I not only want to get and be better... But I do this learning so I could learn new content which I can use in this podcast to pass on to you. And when I learn, it means I can share some of my learnings with you and it means that you don't always have to invest loads of money yourself. After all, listening to this podcast is free. I don't charge for it. Yes, you have to invest your invaluable time, but I know it's worth it and I hope you think so too. And I encourage you to invest in yourself. You have to commit to learning for life. That's what stretches you and pushes you out of your comfort zone. What do you want to do next year? What do you want to get better at? What do you want to learn about? And this isn't just about work. It could be a new hobby like dancing or playing golf or scuba diving. Or like me, it could be Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. I've been fascinated by the whole cryptocurrency space for a couple of years. And in 2007, I've had a roller coaster of a ride up into dizzy new heights. 
Many people have been pretty negative about Bitcoin and have been calling it a bubble throughout most of this year. And as I record this episode, the price of Bitcoin continues ever higher, having hit over $19,000 today on the 17th of December when I record this podcast. If you've never heard of Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies, don't worry, you're not alone. I've got more about that coming up in episode 50 in two episodes time. As I said earlier, I'm also writing a book about Bitcoin, a kind of beginner's guide and how you can start getting invested in Bitcoin and the other cryptocurrencies. You can register your interest in my new Bitcoin book at www.makingmillionsfrombitcoin.com. That's makingmillionsfrombitcoin.com. And I'll email you an ebook PDF version as soon as it's ready. I'm also going to be selling this book via Amazon on Kindle. And I'm going to be selling it for about £3. But as I say, if you sign up at makingmillionsfrombitcoin.com, you'll get yourself a free PDF version of my book. Thanks to all the research and learning that I've been doing over the last year, I'm now working on a couple of different new businesses and opportunities in the crypto and blockchain space. One of them is I'm setting up a news channel called the Crypto Market News Desk. More news coming soon, no pun intended. And I know you're committed to learning. You subscribe and listen to my podcast. That tells me you care about yourself. You want to stay ahead and get better. So what's next? Think about what you need and want to learn and then go online and find a course that will help you. Do a search on YouTube. There are millions of free videos on there which will help you learn more about your chosen topic. And like me, invest in yourself. Keep investing in yourself and keep learning. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favour. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day. Every day.